Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, yes, indeed, it is a hot one, as you heard James Dunn just give you the weather. 31 degrees Celsius. Have to add that for all our American listeners. There might be a couple out there. As I mentioned on last night's show, I did get an email from a listener in Japan over the weekend, a uh, former Edmontonian and Oilers fan mm. who was uh, checking in. Appreciate that. Very cool. Sixth inning baseball tonight. It is the uh, Blue Jays for the Phillies three. We'll keep an eye on that game as we move along. But of course, uh, NHL free agency, a big discussion point as I am pleased to welcome back to the show from the Fan 590 in Toronto. He covers a, a little team known as the Maple Leafs. It is Gord Stellick checking in. Gord, how are you doing? Reed, I'm doing great. How are you? I I gotta well first of all, I'm very well. I, I always love having you on the show because you're knowledgeable. Uh you tell good stories and I and I find you uh uh you don't take yourself or sports too seriously, even though it's the it's the world that we live in. Now, I host a show called Inside Sports. So obviously I talk a lot about the Oilers, I talk quite a bit about the Edmonton Elks, and, and we can dabble in other things. When was the last time you had a non-NHL segment on a show you host? Boy, you know, uh, Reed, I did a, uh, it's funny, I did a sports talk show for 17 years on the fan, uh, 11 years in the afternoon, six years I was co-host of the morning. And I had to prove myself initially that I could be multi-sport faceted because obviously I came from the hockey side. So nowadays it's pretty well exclusive hockey. And, uh, you know, which is great. I can focus on it. But I do miss, like you mentioned, the Blue Jays score there. Of course, the Toronto Raptors winning a championship and Wimbledon this past weekend and on and on and on. So unlike you, I I believe unlike you, I haven't had it for a number of years. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Well, and at this, I mean, this is a this is a fun week for hockey because we had the draft last week, and now yeah. we're going into free agency. Uh, I mean, you've been there covering it. You've been a GM in the league. Let's let's just reflect on the draft. What did, like what did you think of that first round? Uh, you know, the right drop to Seattle, and then the Canadians get at Kirby Dock, and Chicago seems to be trading anybody with a pulse. Uh, like, do you do you ever get shocked by anything at this point in your career, or are you just kind of like, okay, this is happening? Yeah, you know what? I get surprised. I don't. I don't know what shock is. I and mean, probably the Gretzky trade. You know, right. that's going a long way back, right? You know, it's it's hard to, uh, you know, and, and tragedies like Kobe Bryant and things like that. But I'll move on from there. But I just, you know, first of the draft that I like. Okay, Shane Wright. Okay, first of all, you know, he's had that exceptional status for so long that people really start picking holes at it. They really did. They really did. So. I get Slavkovsky being, you know, the guy, okay, he, he really emerged Montreal by making the Kirby Dock trade, get the get that center to go with the winger. So I like the plan there. I, I really think 
Arizona screwed up. I really think this is like taking Dylan Strom over Mitch Marner, which they did a few years ago at number three over number four. So, you know, Seattle Kraken now, you know, they had a very underwhelming expansion season, and they wake up tomorrow and they got Matty Beneers and Shane Wright as their top two centers, right? So all of a sudden you got, you know, two guys to build on in that sense. So I, I, I really got a sense about that, that Montreal wasn't going to take right number one. I was surprised by the other measures of it. And Chicago, like, you know, Reed, you know, last year, they like, like, look at the kind of rebuilds. Look at Toronto, New York, um, L.A. about, you know, doing a complete rebuild, letting the fans know that and kind of doing and going about doing it in a, in, a, in a good way, in a proper way, like building a house, a foundation, you know, slowly but surely. And, I mean, you traded for Seth Jones a year ago. So you made a commitment in one direction, and now you're trying to do a 180. And that doesn't go too well. And, you know, they didn't qualify Strom. They didn't qualify Kubalik as well. Like, Wow. You know, and then, and, and they, you know, you thought, oh, they took Peter Morazic. Are they going to buy him out? No, they're going to play him in goal. And then, oh, well, they're going to get Connor Bedard. Well, they're going to get a one in five chance at Connor Bedard. And I got to tell you, if you're doing that on purpose, karma's going to bite you in the butt. I'm sorry. You don't win the lottery when you're doing that on purpose. So, yeah, Chicago from, what, three Stanley Cups in a relatively short period of time to the, to, to, to being the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes version one year later, that caught me by surprise. Yeah, well, and let's, to, to tie it into the local story before we dive into free agency stuff, Duncan Keith made it official today. We know this was out there for a few days, but his press conference today, I thought he was very honest, very emotional at times. A lot of family members were there. I, I played an interview I did with his uncle, Rob Keith, who, who lives in, in Edmonton and uh, got to see Duncan play here, so that was pretty cool for his family as well. You know, I, I know d- dates and decades and centuries can be a little arbitrary, but it is 2022, and I think if you want to look at this century, the 22 years of this century, Duncan Keith is right up there as one of the greats on the back end. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you look, you know, Tampa Bay was trying to win three in a row in the cap world, and Chicago won three in six years, right? How difficult that is to do in the cap world. But the you know, second-round pick, you know, not like Victor Hedman, second overall, or Drew Doughty, second overall, or a lot of them that are, you know, picked that high. And just, you know, what, what a, he, he's the guy. I mean, Seabrook as well, but he, you need that stud on D. And he was kind of the unexpected stud for if you're going to win a Stanley Cup. That's what you need. And, uh, you know, it, I think it even shows a little bit more about Chicago right now that, you know, they, they, didn't, even, they didn't even do the Marion Hosa pretend he has a fake skin condition to get out of the, uh, you know, the cap retainment, retention right. you got to have. And I think, I think Chicago might need the money to get to the floor. Can you believe that? Like, I mean, that, they, they might actually welcome that money to get to the salary cap floor. But speaking about the player, yeah, I, you know, particularly the last, dec- last decade, we only saw Chicago once a year in Toronto, uh, home-wise. And that would be, you know, I, I'm in a, a pool of guys that split season tickets, and that, that might be the first game that got picked, right, to see those guys, what, him and Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves come to town. All right. Gord Stolich joining us then at Inside Sports. So we roll into free agency. Let, let's talk about the goaltending. Um well, I mean, the dominoes, right? I guess it's all dominoes at this time of year. So yesterday I started my show just after 6 here, 8 o'clock your time, and the, the Matt Murray trade has, has still broken, so I'm telling my audience, well, this this makes it that little bit even more likely that Jack Campbell is, is coming to the Oilers. I want to get your perspective from out in Toronto about this deal and Campbell's future. Um, uh, very disappointing about Jack Campbell here. Uh, the, the fans loved him. Um, he played well in the playoffs, which Freddie Anderson didn't. Freddie played well in the regular season, didn't in the playoffs. 
bargained at $1.8 million, saved their butts about the way he played goal, saved their butts the way Morazic, you know, getting hurt. And um, I take it, Reed. I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, they went low, I think, three years at 2.75 start of the year. And I think that really got things off the tracks, you know. He was an all-star goalie. Uh, or played in the All-Star game. And then uh, when he struggled a bit, he had an injury, much like a lot of goalies, Matt Murray and Peter Morazza, Cat along the way and others. But, you know, I, I don't know whether it's Kemper or Campbell or whoever Edmonton is leading to. But in Jack Campbell's case, I think just a great pickup. I think a great, great pickup, great guy. Um, Matt Murray, boy, this is one of those, like, hey, let's first of all, we're cheering for anybody that is battling injuries. But the fact is when you're battling injuries, uh, we've seen it far too often. You know, it's something that you can't get back to that level you had before, particularly goaltenders. So I'm very perplexed by this. Like, uh, you know, you're, you're, so Campbell, if whatever contract he gets from Edmonton or whomever is estimated to be five years at 5 million per season. Well, what's Murray 4.7. So you're talking 300 grand is the difference. And then, you know, some people are saying, well, Murray's only two years and Campbell's looking for five. Well, after two years, Murray would be looking for a raise. You got to think he would play well. So all of a sudden, he's going to get you know if he's if you're not re-upping him after two years, then things didn't work out. So there's a lot of you know skepticism and and uh, people aren't happy about this in Toronto. Uh, again, pulling for Matt Murray, he he was a fun, like before in the NHL, he had AHL numbers numbers at Wilkes Barre that went back to a different era with Johnny Bauer. Like it really did. They were so ridiculous, and then. We know what he did initially, so hopefully he can do that again. But uh, I'm if, if Jack Campbell is the guy at Edmonton, uh, um, and express gratitude Zach Hyman one year and Jack Campbell. You know Toronto was giving you Christmas gifts what six months early. Uh, well, I believe that's what my producer Dave Campbell was the <laughs> the theme of his message to you to get him to come on the show. Like you know Hyman last year, let's get you on to go over Hyman Campbell this summer. Who might it be? Uh, yeah, you can sort of in an odd way even throw Cody Cece into that, though. I guess there was a little bit more of a uh, a different path there for him. Okay, well, I, I, I'm really interested that you talked that way about Campbell because I, I like I did you know Twitter's informal and it's. Uh, Sometimes it's awful, but sometimes it's fun. And I did kind of an informal, fun poll last week with fans, and I had almost 2,000 votes, Campbell, Huso, and Kemper, and, and Campbell got 38%. Huso was second, and Kemper was third, which I thought was interesting because he just won the Stanley Cup. And now I see some analytics people saying, well, Campbell was actually negative in goals saved, like Mike Smith actually had a better season. Like it's, it's interesting how the dialogue gets going. But you, you're like I, I don't hear any doubt from you about Campbell being a solid choice. No, I, see, I think the best goaltending move is what Colorado did. I mean, Joe Sackick hands the, you know, over to over to McFarland, and he trades for Georgiev and gets him at three point four million. That's a guy I would have liked. That's the guy I really saw on an upwards plane. But to go back to what you're saying, and again, I respect analytics, but I also respect my vision and everybody else's vision and absorb that and sometimes just take that at face value and, you know, don't get with all, yeah, big time, big time, very bullish on them. Whether, whether you know, when it seems, there seems to be the talk that it's Edmonton. So uh, I'm sure a lot of Edmonton fans listening, they're like Toronto. They need to up their, upgrade their goaltending. They're teams that got to the next level and have more levels they want to get to. I'm, we're not sure in Toronto if they did that. Jack Campbell, I'm telling you, in Edmonton, you did do that. Okay, so we'll see if that happens tomorrow. As we go into free agency, I'm wondering, because like this is really interesting. I, I did open line in the last half hour and I had four or five callers, and they're 
you know, one caller's uh, Kubalik, another one's Ryan Strom, another one's Keith Kane. Uh, it, you know, Malkin's going to be out there. I'm not saying that all necessarily options for the Oilers. Um, you know, or can the Oilers keep Kulak? Uh, where's Goudreau going to go? Just from an NHL, well, you can answer whoever you want. If you want to answer from a Toronto perspective or just a general NHL perspective, who who are the the two or three guys that you were really curious to see where they wind up and, and how much money they're going to get? And maybe it doesn't have to be a star player. Maybe it's just a guy you're you're interested in. Well, I'm interested to read the forward market. The last couple of years, and it started because of the flat cap. You know, Dougie Hamilton got his money. Alex Petrangelo got his money. But it started with uh, Taylor Hall. The money wasn't there so much for unrestricted free agent forwards like it had been in previous years. I think Johnny Goodrow, it's understood he's going to go, you know, like Philadelphia, New Jersey, the Islanders. Kadri, it's interesting. Like, does Calgary take him with Goodrow gone? Does Buffalo, Detroit step up? Does he say, hey, I got a Stanley Cup ring. I can be in the Seattle Kraken and be, you know, you know, there, there's there's a lot of different components there. But you mentioned some of the other names that later on, like, look at, for example, Tony D'Angelo. Now, I know there were huge, huge, huge baggage, huge. But look what Carolina did with him for one year, right? And they parlayed that into a second, third, and fourth round pick. You know, a, a, a guy you're not even talking about last year. And I'm not trying to. So so that's why when we bring up Kubalik and some of the others that aren't tendered contracts, those to me are like anybody in the Chicago organization last year that was a terrible situation so you got to be intrigued about whatever the money whatever the nut might be that you know you put them in a more positive environment and what and what do you get out of them so uh, i I'm, I'm intrigued i'm intrigued about those like a guy like andrew cop i find very intriguing about you know where he might go i think that's the next level of a, a guy that can be very valuable so you know, but but first of all, Edmonton has got to get a goaltender, right? Edmonton has got to get Kemper or got to get Campbell or got to bring back Len Hall. I don't know. I got to do something. <laughs> yeah, that's who knows. Yeah, you never know. All right. Well, Gord, I, I always love having you on the show, and uh, I think you and I are, are both in for uh, fun broadcasting days over uh, well until the end of the week for sure with all the free agency stuff. I hope everything is great in your world. Thank you so much for hopping on the show tonight. Yeah, my pleasure, Reed. That is Gord Stellick from uh, the Fan 590 in Toronto. So that he likes Jack Campbell a lot. You heard him say it. And he said he knows about some of the advanced stats, but he, he said he, he was a good goalie for the Leafs. And he said, Matt Murray, injury troubles. Does he ever get back to the level that he was uh, at before? So we'll see. We'll see if Edmonton is indeed a destination for Jack Campbell. Certainly would be uh, in the running. Darcy Kemper going to free agency as well. And, uh, and, and, We'll probably talk. We'll probably get Steinberg on before the end of the week too. The the what's going to happen now in Calgary? And and Stellick made a great point. Goudreau moves on. Does, does Calgary go after Kadri, coming off of Stanley Cup? Can you, can you imagine throwing Kadri into the Battle of Alberta? That'd be pretty interesting. Uh, I know we had some people writing in about free agency. Uh, we're going to get to some of those. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We do have a little more open line time. If you have a working telephone, it's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Okay. Free agency. Going to be fun. Stauffer as Oilers now starting at noon. I believe he's doing an extended edition noon to three for free agency. All of Inside Sports from six to eight. I, uh, I have a feeling we will have plenty to discuss. And then on Thursday, we have the Elks at Montreal 
4 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff and the game at 5.30 here on 6.30. Chad Duncan Keith formally announcing his retirement today at Rogers Place, and he expanded on his season with the Edmonton Oilers. Well, I have nothing but uh, great things to say about Edmonton. Um, I know it's a little bit cold here, but... Uh, you know, it's it's for me. It was great. Uh, the the cold. Uh, it made it special being with the guys on the team. Um, I think the organization. You know, when I think of it, the the Oilers. It's it's an incredible uh, organization, a family atmosphere. Um, Colton and uh, you know my niece and nephews and uh, everybody. You know, all the players, their 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 kids and families. Are, it really is a family atmosphere here and. Uh, I think uh, you know Bob has, has had a lot to do with with creating that culture here, because um, I know it was like that in Hockey Canada as well. And um, you know, so for me, when I when I think of that, it's it's you know, especially uh, for for players with family and and to have that kind of culture here. Uh, you know, Edmonton would be right at the top of the list, 100%. To as a place to play, you have Connor McDavid, and you have Leon Dreisaitl, but you also have players like Tyson Berry, uh, Darnell Nurse. You've got uh, Cody Cece, all the players that that uh, make this organization special. Kyle Tourist was there last year. He was around, and um, you know he didn't play. He was injured, but. You know, he's here today, living in Edmonton. It was just everybody cared, great individuals and great... I think my mic's cutting out. They're telling me I'm too long-winded, maybe. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's a special organization with great players, great coaches, great management, and a great owner. So, um, yeah, I'd definitely give them a going recommendation. That is uh, Duncan Keith with some reflection on his uh, year here with the Edmonton Oilers. 780-496-0063. Kellen, what are people writing in? Uh, first, a quick shout-out to John, who's listening in from Porto Vallarta tonight, Reed. Oh, sweet. He says, Inside Sports has never sounded so glorious. <laughs> so there we go. And uh, we got one from Brandon over in Windsor, Ontario. He says that uh, your caller last hour is right, kind of. Holland needs to go seven times free. Kane has chemistry with McDavid. Not worth gambling with some other free agent for a couple of million. And that's all I've got for right now. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, a lot of perspectives on free agency. I like uh, I like hearing from all you folks. And thanks for listening. My goodness, uh, Mexico... Windsor, Ontario, wherever you're tuning in, I do appreciate it. We'll try to get those canned hams going all over the world. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mooners coming up. I also will uh, get to an interview I did today with Ryan Fanti, who is the prospect goaltender, the Oilers sound uh, signed out of uh, Minnesota Duluth. When did they sign him? A few weeks ago. I think it was late in the regular season. Had a sit-down chat with him. Uh, really an, an outstanding career in the NCAA, and now he is uh, going pro. That was late March they were able to sign Ryan Fanti. He's coming up next, Inside Sports on Chad. 6.30 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.